0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 89 of Bucks UK TV. I'm joined by Alex, as usual, and we have two new co-hosts for you this week. Wayne skelton huff hello. And Simon Charman, hello. Hello. Hi. So, Wayne, let's start with you then. So, um, just tell the readers where you come from, uh, how you became a Bucks fan, and uh, when you found the Bucks UK.
1: Um, Okay, so I live in Cambridge, uh, originally from Luton. I became a Bucks fan about 37 years ago. Um, It's a very long, convoluted story about friends who cheated at things, and I managed to beat them with a a Bucks team in a game. And I thought I was after a team to to follow, and I thought actually I quite like their kit, so uh, I'll join them. And then a couple of years later, uh, Jeffrey Fox from was Athletic. Something or other in in Tampa. Um, he suggested the Bucks UK, and I joined, and I've been a member ever since.
0: Yeah, you are one of our longer running members, and Simon, you've also got good pedigree as well. Tell us about your Bucks
2: journey. <laughs> yeah, my Bucks journey um, started for a lot of like a lot of people probably. Um, I went to um, the Super Bowl wide right in Tampa in 91, yeah. luckily, luckily to be, to manage to get in the ground for that one. Um, and then went back in 92, saw my first pre-season game, um, which uh, started out with the uh, Hall of Shame, Vinnie Testaverde, um, <laughs> followed up by um, a very old Steve DeBerg and ended up with Craig Erickson. But we did beat the Falcons. So it was uh, 41-28 and um, it all really started from there um i originally started going over on tours with sports travel tours um and then i've been taking now a group of four or five of us right for about 15 years up until lockdown um we actually went at one point seven consecutive times without seeing a win And, and the boys kept going and uh having said the drinking got better the partying got better and uh I remember that we actually one of the, the games we played Baltimore and we were I think it was 28 nil down um, about five minutes into the second quarter and and I even turned to the boys and said you know shall we go but uh, I haven't been over since lockdown I've missed the Brady era um, in terms of going live but um, after after seeing Bruce Gradkowski and um, you know uh, um, uh, a variety of of quarterbacks, you know. I just it, it's in it's in heaven for me at the moment. You know, uh, uh being a Bucks fan, we're relevant. We're relevant, Ooh. and I've been
0: relevant for three years now. So that's Perfect. good. Oh, it's good. Yeah. So um, what's nice also is um no offence, but but it's not often I'm one of the youngies on the podcast, so I quite like mm. that too. Mm. <laughs> you and me, Alex, we're the youth. That's why I, I, I'm I'm,
3: I, I'm always one of the youngest on the pod, so I'm <laughs> used to it. You know. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well it's yeah. funny, Simon. You mentioned about actually seeing uh, seeing the Bucks beat the Falcons at some mm. point in time. So that's probably a good as good a segue as ever. I don't think we're gonna spend masses of time talking about the Atlanta game in the way we normally pour over everything. We want to move on and focus on to the playoffs. But maybe Wade, if I start with you, kind of what were are there any takeaways from 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 the Falcons?
1: Um, I think the biggest takeaway is I'm worried about how shallow they had. Uh, our um, backups are if we start losing starters with with tube put in certain positions like the secondary and things like that we that was really laid bare I thought at the pre-season game sorry the game we watched <laughs> it did feel a bit like a pre-season <laughs> game didn't it and obviously you're right you're right
0: so we were we, there were lots of backups coming on on the field um mm. and it was a kind of a bit like you sort of had to have your roster to hand to work out number who you know kind of who, 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 who was that Simon, did, did, was there anyone that particularly caught your eye? Um, perhaps someone um, of the name Trask. Do you think we saw enough from him? No, I think I, I think at the end of the day he was. Um, he took his time to
2: get started, even in high school. He took his time to even get the job in Florida. I didn't see. Anything other than see him on the pitch, um, but I, I couldn't take anything from that. I'm of, I'm sort of of the of the opinion that our next quarterback, whenever he may come, possibly isn't on the roster at the moment. Um, I'm of that view. I think that for the Glazers to continue to sort of keep this going, we need to go big again. Aaron uh, you know
1: who.
0: Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> oh, crikey. I'm not, no, sure no. I'm not sure I'm ready for that much drama. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Alex? We, do we, should, we, should we be worried that we've gone into the postseason on a loss?
3: Oh, we, we all know that the postseason is a completely different animal to, to the regular season. Um, you know, it is it's so impossible to predict what's going to happen uh, in, in the postseason each time. I'm not too worried. We went back on the back of a loss. I agree with what Wayne said, though, that it does show how shallow um the, the, the backups are. And as he said, you know, if if we lose a player to injury, what is that going to mean? Particularly when it is win or go home in, in the postseason. Mm-hmm. Um, so, no loss doesn't worry me, but the state of backups is a bit concerning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I
0: think that was it probably exposed most on the line, it felt like. I mean, I think for again from I haven't gone through snap counts and things, but it felt like it wasn't just the backups, it was the third string that were out there. And and, and playing again, you know, and and the Falcons kept a lot of their starters in. They were trying very much to to get good tape and play for their careers, and quite mm-hmm. rightly so. I mean, um Simon, so, mean, if you were to sort of frame frame, you know, was it the O, the D? Who was better on the day, do you think?
2: On the day, I think first half, and that's really what I was interested oh. in. Um, I think we started well. I think we continued what we'd done in the latter part of um, the Carolina game, um, and I and I uh, and I thought, you know, to go down and score first possession. Uh, again, it was a it was like a preseason game when you get the starters in for the oh. first, you know, couple of series and that sort of thing. Um, I agree with the other guys. Second half, I mean, our, our inside linebackers behind um, Levante and Devon. Wow, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know I, I'd, I'd, I'd have been putting my big boy pads on and going out there, really. But um, so, yeah, no, that 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 is scary. Um, but 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 other than that, I, I think I think as I say, yeah, what I what I liked was that they did try and continue it. They were a bit more positive in the plays that were run, we did see a few different things. I thought um, even, I think there was a, a reverse of Devin Tompkins at one point and I thought, oh, you know, you know, hey, that's something we can do something. But, uh, you know, so that, that's that's my thoughts on it, really. Second half, to be honest with you, I could just as easily have been ironing my shirts in the corner. I, I, you know, it, it really wasn't... Uh, I watch every game like a fan. I, I live, I die. Uh, you know, um, in the process of watching a game, I'm horrendous. But really, second half, I you know the lights were on, but no one was yeah, home. Yeah, it really. does feel that way. It feels yeah.
0: like sometimes it's highs and lows. You know, you know the, it's fantastic. We're going to win the Super Bowl. No, we'll we we'll crap fire everyone, and, yeah. and you know, and, and everything in between. Wayne, you were you were on board with me and a lot of the other Bucks UK members on the forum during yeah. the game. And um, I must admit, it's our end-of-season disco, the last game of the regular season Uh, each year. We encourage everyone to come onto the forum. It was quieter than normal, but what would you characterise? What was the vibe, do you think, from most of the members about about the situation, about the game?
1: I thought it was very subdued on the forum, to be Mm. honest. Mm. Um, Normally, there's there's a fair amount of banter, and it was, apart from whoever it was, it was was Alex going to the pub or someone going to the bar. It was... was, there was big gaps in it, and no, normally like,
0: because there's yeah. nothing to play for. the buck season is over, and so we're all just getting deliriously drunk as yeah. we're hoping during the <laughs> yeah. game. Yeah, it could be. But um we've as, as usual, we have some some of our members' opinions, um and we shall see those now. So our first comment, Michael Casey doesn't pull any punches. Well, that was pretty crap, but bring on those cowboys. I think we yeah, I think he we' understand the significance or lack thereof. Of the game, Wayne. I uh, had, had to quote you. You can' not sure what I think about that game. To be honest, we didn't. We know it didn't matter, but it would have been nice to carry some sort of momentum into the postseason. Yep. Do you think how how big do you think momentum or lack thereof is? We'll come and talk about the game itself, but
1: I've always felt that momentum is is a big deal. But we seem to have gone this year. We seem to have loads of momentum, and then suddenly. It's gone the following week, or even the second half, yeah. and it's we don't seem to be able to hold the momentum. So I'd have thought I oh, would have liked to have seen us take a victory in, and you know, people go into the postseason believing. Because I, I do yeah. get the impression that the the uh, we can believe mentality may have slipped a bit this year. Yeah,
0: yeah, hundred percent. Uh, Daniel Markowski into the playoffs with a losing record. Sigh. Yet the Bills are out there with a full squad going for it, despite having 12 wins. We should have treated this game like any, any other, in my opinion. I mean, Simon, hindsight's 2020. Um, I think um, it was who was it? Was it John Zinkus on the forum who said, "How would you have liked if we kept all the starters in and Vita Vea and Chris Godwin went down injured?" Oh,
2: totally. Well, it's game over. I mean, at the end of the day, the game didn't matter, I understand what people are saying, but to lose, you know, a Vita Veyo or a Chris Godwin or, or, or anybody like that in the process of a game that was really sort of pointless in terms of the future, I, th- I think we have got to exactly where we wanted to be. We wanted to be in the playoffs. We've got a home tie. We've got, we've got the GOAT. OK, um, he will no doubt this week be making up all sorts of reasons why he's been wronged, um, a la Michael Jordan, in order to, to, to get this going. And, um, you know, OK, yeah, it would have been great to get there with 12, 13 wins, whatever it may be. Um, but it, it's been one of those years. And I, I think now that Brady, this could be Brady's last game. You know, this could be Brady's last game you know, that, don't you think he's going to put them them big boy pads on, and um, uh, and I think it's all going to change. I he's thought, going um, to want it, he's going I, to want I, it, you're I really right. Want hey. it, yeah. I think they're going to really want it this this, this weekend. Um,
0: you know, let's see where it goes. Okay, last opinion from our good friend Pete Payne. Hey, at least the third string has got to experience a game and shake some rust stuff. <laughs> Never know when we might need one of them. Um, so, uh, as you said, Simon, it's... Um, it's fantastic that it's a home game. I think that makes a big difference. Um, you know, certainly we wouldn't want to be going to somewhere, you know, like Green Bay where they're all bashing their bits of plastic on the handrails or something. Um but um I guess keys to the game, you know, Dallas isn't isn't a rubbish team by any stretch of the imagination. I think we're probably glad it's not the Eagles. What what do we need to be concerned of about the, the Cowboys, do you think?
2: Uh, from my perspective, I, I think, well, at some of our fitness, um, having our guys back, it seems as if most will be OK from what I've been sort of listening to this morning. And um, possibly
0: Ryan Jensen.
2: Never say mm, never. But Wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't that be great? I mean, what I, I was looking at, I was watching the game and I was there was a, there was a player out there and he had like this red tinge behind his, um, yeah. Well, <laughs> Jensen doesn't need that tinge because he's just the original, you know, he's our ginger badass and, uh, and, and literally wants to, to me, wants to fight everybody, wants to dominate, wants to intimidate. Um, and, and he's my, he's my, he's my sort of guy all day long. Um, but yeah, whether he's able to play, I mean, it, you know, the offensive line is generally how you dance. You know, yeah. it's, it's always, it's, you know, it's how, and he's been out of it all year long, um, hasn't done a thing. I mean, obviously, if Haynes, he's not able to go. The only other thing that worries me a touch is that, that, that Mike had this sickness bug, and apparently it's, it's working through the camp a little bit. Um, positives for me, I think um, Zach always generally gives teams a chance. And uh, always, um, you know, liable for the interception. Was it seven in the last seven or whatever it is? Always tends yep. to give opposing get teams a chance. With our D, if they're if they're on time, we don't need that many chances. I think. Um, and also that I, I heard an interesting set about Parsons saying only one and a half sacks in like the last seven games. So although you know he is a force. And a force to be reckoned with. Perhaps he's playing with injury. I don't know. Perhaps
0: he's, yeah. Mika Parsons uh, reminded me uh, a lot of a JPP or a Sue type player. They rise to the occasion, I think. Yeah, I think for the games. Yeah, I yeah. mean, Wayne, was it? has mentioned Dak and and Mieke and some of the big players, but kind of let's let's start looking at the Dallas O. I mean, they're they're, they're no shirkers and they seem to be. One of the rare teams that's fairly balanced. I mean, they're slightly statistically better at rushing than average. Maybe the passing, but I mean, do you think they're gonna they're gonna cause the decent trouble?
1: I yeah, I think I think I I do think they will. I think they're going to come out and try and run it uh, and get the the rush established early. Um, and if they if they if they succeed, and we've seen throughout the sort of second half of this season that we can be rushed on this year. Uh, and if they get through the 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 front sort of seven, then we can't tackle for toffee. I don't think. Um, I think we're going to we're going to have a, a long day. Um, mm-hmm. And if we get behind, then they're just going to run it straight down our throats. I think, or try to. Yeah.
0: So Alex, you're you're now the D coordinator. You've probably got the, 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 the no, no, Don't smile. Decoordinators, don't smile. Remember, um, don't show any form of passion whatsoever. But what plays are you going to be calling? What what? How are we gonna? How do we counter the Cowboys? Do you think?
3: Do I need to? Is this my Todd Bowles impression? No emotion. Is that, yeah, is no, that no, no, no. no I don't. No, no, maybe um, not. Maybe not. Let, <laughs> let, let's stop going full on Todd okay, Bowles. Okay, sorry, maybe sorry. Just, uh, channel uh, <laughs> your inner Todd Bowles. Um. So. A big point for me is what Simon mentioned, which is that Prescott. Um, he's got, I believe he's tied for the most interceptions this season. Uh, with 50, I think it's 15. I wasn't gonna, I think it's 15. We know we can get pressure on the quarterback, particularly when we've got players such as Vita Veyer in there. Um, and uh, actually, just sort of thinking back to the Atlanta game, you know, uh, JTS managed to get a bit of pressure in there and he was causing some issues. Um <laughs> Um, so i think if we can get that uh penetration from the d line force those throws from dak and we know what our defense is like we've seen it over the last few seasons and you know get that boat rowing get some interceptions in there and and really cause that to be uncomfortable then i think we've got a good chance of winning this so I, I want to see I want to see blitzes from top bowls i want to see I want to see uh, rushes from the edge i i want pressure on Dak prescott um yeah. but you know it but then we've also got to be careful because we are calling a lot of soft coverage as well so if we get the rush going if we get the rush going you know all that leads to receivers on Dallas side, all they've got to do is call five or six yard uh, routes for for their receivers and all that's got to do is just yeah, you know, pop it over the top, and boom, they're gonna pick, pick up five, six yards each time.
0: It's a good point so, because the more pressure you throw, the more you're leaving everyone at the back end on an island. And mm-hmm. you know, CD Lamb, Noah Brown, Michael Gallup—they are no shirkers. And in That's fact, enough. both Zeke and Tony Pollard aren't aren't bad catching out of the backfield either. If you if, if you you know, I'm, we've seen JTS get a little bit close and and end up being out of position on some of those plays. Talking about Zeke and and Antonio and Simon, do you think the running game is something to be worried about? Years years past, it was always be that the Bucks were god awful against the pass, but you wouldn't run on us, and that seems to have disappeared a little bit, doesn't it? I think it has
2: the last few. I think it has this last. Mm. yeah as you say the half of the season it's just Mm. been every game very much has been a sort of a game of two halves really Um, I was thinking about Joe Tryon a little bit I was watching him a lot and obviously he's played a lot more slaps he just seems to sort of get so close and not quite get that quarterback and um, the number of times I I was on on, on Sunday I was going you know he's got him he's got him he's got him and no he hasn't And, uh, and so realistically I think he's learning on the job. You know, he's yeah. learning on the job. It's going to be a big year for him, I think, next year. Um, and, um, but overall, yes, we, yes, we have been run on. I think, again, what we said about the big players in the big games, I think it's time, you know, it's uh it's a, it's a Devon White show. Um, I, I think it really could be. I think Anton Winfield, it's time for them sorts of guys, and I think with 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 Devon White when he had the bit of criticism earlier in the season, he came back from that, um, and I think this game that's just gone just wasn't a game worth sort of worrying about in terms of sort of performance too much. It was mainly did he come? Did they all come through as healthy as can be? I'd like us to actually make some interceptions rather than bat the balls down. Um, you know, and I, I put Colton Davis up against anybody. Um, it's the other side SMB seems to be giving away silly penalties and things. Um, but overall, um, you know, it, it's uh, unfortunately, if, if one of the, one or more of our corners can't go, I think then it does change the, the, the shade of the game a little bit. Cause you're right. We, we haven't got much depth, but, um, you know, on, yeah, on, I don't know what even. the
0: situation is with Logan Ryan at the moment, but um, mm. you know, the fact you sort of see D. Delaney out there sometimes yeah. does, does worry me a little bit because although he's a sort of familiar name because he's been there a while, he's buried down the depth chart, and it shows. If you know, I wasn't Delaney's out there; it's not it's your, or or um, the the rookie guy Zion McCullum. If they're mm. out there, I mean Zion's a special teams player this year, and if they're out there in the secondary, you know something's going wrong. Mm. So,
1: um, uh, yeah, I completely agree yeah
3: one one thing i've never just just sorry mate just to quickly say what well, you know you, what you were saying there you know one thing we know about playoffs is experience is key mm. um and what you know while i don't want to you know um uh, you know um was dismiss the quality of the young players we've got, you know, we want players like um Logan Ryan who are available. So if you just need that little bit of an experienced head, sometimes that can just be they can make oh, that yeah. one play, that changes everything.
0: I mean I would love Logan Ryan out of. so you've got Jamil Dean, Colton Davis, a- Anton Winfield, Mike Edwards, and then you've got Sean Murphy or and or Logan Ryan coming in as your nickel and your dime backs. I think that's as good a secondary as you you need to win a championship. The problem comes if it's not those five or six then teams will pick on whoever it isn't. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we've, we know we're up against good players. Let's, let's flip to the other side of the ball then, because we're going to need to put some points on. Uh, unfortunately, when you start nil-nil, you do have to at least score some points in order to win. That has been a bit of a problem this year, hasn't it, Wayne? So um, what's the secret for this game? Um,
1: I think the secret for this game is try and catch them off guard. Don't, let's not run it up the gut on first down and be predictable. Let's do something. We just, let's, we'll do that on third and one instead, shall we? Yeah, because yeah, <laughs> we had a lot of success with that. <laughs> but no, I think I think we need to... Tom and um, Mike seem to have got there um, seem to have got on the same page at last. Um, not last week, but the week before, Mike exploded for record 200 and, 203 yards um and three or four TDs um, with him and um Chris Godwin you got such a good one two punch there and then you say so you've got Oton as the um um as the rookie who's yeah, beating his way into the starting lineup hasn't he Yeah yeah um and you know we've got a good running back st- stable there as well so mm-hmm. we can still be balanced but we we need to stop being so predictable and the fact I'm not the best person that stands, but I, I can sit and watch a game and go, "Oh yeah, run up, run straight into the back of the, the centre. Oh yeah, there we go." Um, I think we need to we need to work out what what works and. Change it up. Let's, let's do something. Well, I mean, big.
0: it's interesting because, Simon, you said earlier about the, uh, the, the the wide receiver reverse or end around or whatever it was to mm. Tompkins. And there were a couple of, I think it was at least two plays where we did outside pitches. So mm. we ran the ball mm. outside off of a pitch rather than a handoff. It, do, do you think um, Byron Leftwich has got something secret he's been keeping in the playbook? I, I, I
2: think he could either be the, the, the cleverest man. <laughs> that 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 that's that sitting in Tampa Bay at the moment because I think they I have a feeling that it all could change. I think there's been games even where Brady has treated the ball a little bit like a hot potato. You can understand he's 45 years of age and doesn't want to get bashed up, and 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 you can totally understand that. Um, but I did like those few things. I think Chris Godwin is becoming Chris Godwin again each game seems to become you know you see more of those catches you're seeing you know you're seeing him back and for him to get thousand yards hundred catches you know from what was a a pretty bad injury um, and to come back and to even start and perhaps he started a bit early you know, he got, then he got the hammy, didn't he? And then he was out for two or three weeks or where, wherever it was. So realistically, I see him. I see him as being a key, and um, I, I think, I think, I think Brady's just gonna. I have a feeling that he, he might. You know, we might go for it. I think we it's might. True. Go I think for with, it.
0: with with Godwin and Evans, it feels like they've never both been healthy in actually some time. The fact mm. they're playing is testament to how strong they are. But then, you know, I think um, I saw a chart on Twitter earlier. Someone does the jerseys uh, in order and by size based on how many touchdowns Toms Brady has thrown to all players over his entire career. And I think Mike Evans, in only three years, he's like fifth on that list. And he, if he had three or four or five touchdowns over the postseason, could easily come up to like third. Uh, mm-hmm. You think we had Gronk for, uh, for a while as well. So yeah, I mean, it's 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 an impressive lineup. Still, I think that could cause people some problems. And I like what you said about big players because I just always go back to Scotty Miller against the Green Bay Packers in yeah. the Super Bowl season. That came out of nowhere, and for two seasons afterwards, Miller was a marked man, which was fine, And they all knew we were going to go deep, but it scared them and that that's the kind of the thing it feels like we need a bit more I and mean, alex kind of if you gain I'm, I'm going to make you now channel your your inner byron Leftwich. um no no impression required don't worry again um but kind of what what if what what do we need to see what are we going to be calling what personnel packages
3: do you want what we'll be calling up uh, the gut and burst down is what we'll be calling <laughs> um that, that that's what we'll be called um, um I want to see plays that protect Tom Brady. Mm. That's what I want, because that is when Tom Brady is at his absolute best. And I've been saying it a lot this season. You know, look at what happens when Brady is pressured. That's when we see the interceptions, when we see the ball uh, being thrown out of play and, and all the rest of it. You know when Mike Evans didn't, you know, got his two hundred plus yards and and the first half against the Atlanta game, you know Brady was being protected exceptionally well by the O line, and we were seeing, you know, the Tom Brady that has made him the goat, but that's because he's always been protected so well. So if you if if Byron left, which dials up plays where you know we can get the wide receivers downfield, maybe keep a tight end. Or tight ends, if we if we get two, two, two on the field, uh, just to help protect protect Brady. You know, as long as Mike Evans is healthy, uh, and obviously you know we, we hope that he is, and that this bug or, or virus or whatever it is is not going to go through the camp too badly at all. Well, not at all. Then to have like sort of Goldwing, um, Evans, Gage, uh, uh, who has got a Tomkins, uh, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, etc. Uh, sorry, Tomkins. Sorry. Um, you know there's no reason why we can't see those big plays. And, and, and we, we can see, uh, you know, we can get that win, but we have got to protect Tom Brady. That is the, for me, that is the utmost key for our offense. And, who and you know, if we can get that line working well, we can dial up those plays, then we're going to see the running backs coming to it as well because they're going to, the space will be created for them to get mm. through the A, B, C, C gaps, et cetera, to, to to make some big plays there.
0: I so, think that's a really good I point. Think,
3: I think that O line is is just fundamental. I mean, it's, a, it's an winning. obvious point, but the the key to Bill
0: Belichick when he did used to make the playoffs, <laughs> um, all those for all those years in a row, uh, <laughs> was was it, he, he? They made mediocre receivers look good because Brady can get them the ball. Um, you know, that's I think that's a really really excellent point. So the final phase of the game, special teams, before we come on to your predictions. Um, as you know, anyone that watches this show and shows I like care hugely about special teams and i think field position is going to be massive in this game it's all going to be a bit tense it's all going to be a bit antsy the the cowboys are a team that although when they're not in our division we've played them an awful lot in recent years um and each time it always seems to be a bit itchy a bit twitchy and sort of comes down to it so kind of wayne what what, what's your what are you looking for or most improvement in special teams
1: Uh, a a decent return i think was I, i would like to see more than anything um I forget the guys who our current returner is, but when he came in. Kevin he was, Tompkins, yeah. Yeah, he was going for it. Scotty Miller seems to be also out there on kickoffs. Um but yeah, he, he was going for it yeah. and he wasn't afraid. And the last couple of games he's he's been fair catching it and he's he, it's almost as if he's been coached. Don't yeah. run it back. And it's you know, even when there's a big gap in front of him, they they they, they just sort of catch it and yeah, it just don't seem to return it. I don't know why. Yeah. Um that that's the thing I think we need to to improve the most. Um, obviously, punting is not an issue, uh, particularly as we don't have that ruddy scoreboard to bounce it off. Now, <laughs> yes, um, yeah, that's, that's been It'll a be at the rage up. at least. Yes, yes, as a bolt out of the blue, kicking under fifty yards. I think he, he's he's still spot on, but right, well, suck up, yeah, 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 suck up, but um, you know. I, they, everyone knows that he struggles over 50, but we seem to be kicking him out there for everyone apart of, from
0: the person calling the plays. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, but no, that I think that's it. I think his field positions, as you say, is going to be key. And luckily, we must have one of the best punters. I don't know where he is in the in the league at the minute, but he's, got, he's got one of the best. Um, and he's that's reliable. It. When I
0: last looked, he was top five, but I think mm. interestingly, again, of course, the familiar name for the Falcons, Bradley Pinion. Yeah. Um, Actually, did better than uh, Kamada on on Sunday. He was mm-hmm. he was he was on top form. So Simon, special teams. I mean, Wayne's covered a lot there. Is there anything else you looking Sorry. for?
2: Yeah, I think. Um, no, I, I I pretty much agree. I I just, as far as a return is concerned, I'd just like us to try some. You know, as, as far uh, uh, you know, when you saw when you watched that Bills game um, the other day, and it, it that has to come down to coaching in some yeah. shape or form. Um, but as I say, with 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 the with the punter, young lad, great, no problems at all. Suck up. He is starting to worry me a yeah. touch. Yeah. He's never been over 50. You, everything over fifty has always been a toss up. But um, it, he, I, I wonder how many how many years. We, we've got of him he seems to be fallible this year but but overall you know i'd still i'd trust him and i trust him under 50 and I, I suppose the bottom line is let's not try and use it
1: yeah
0: mm, yeah if yeah. we're trying to kick from longer than 50 we've got bigger things to worry about yeah. alex then money where your mouth is time um when i look at the scoreboard with zero 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 0 in the fourth quarter what's it going to be saying
3: <laughs> I've had to have a good long think about this. Um, I I think it's going to be closer. I think it's going to be a close one. Um, I can see both teams giving up giving up points here. Uh, I don't think it's going to be hugely low scoring. I think there'll be points on both sides here, um, particularly because as I said earlier, Dak Prescott is liable to throwing interception. Um. We, you know, one half we seem to be, you know, a legendary team and another half we seem to just stay in the locker room. Um, but, of course, I am going to go for a Buccaneers win. I have to go for a Buccaneers win. It's playoff football now. Mm. Um, so I'm going to go for 27-20 to the Buccaneers.
0: Okay. So one score win, and that relies on us getting the ball in the end zone quite a lot compared to how we normally have. Wayne, And, if you, and your... a few
3: field goals under 50 yeah, yards.
0: Yes. <laughs> Wayne, so your score prediction?
1: Like Alex said, it's a really difficult one to call for this. Um, and again, same as Alex, I I can't call against the Bucks. I'm sorry. So I've gone for 20 to 17 win. So a bit
0: a bit tighter, a bit lower scoring. Maybe a last minute kick. Maybe whoever gets the ball, maybe on that final yards. possession. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Simon, are you gonna? Are you also gonna be head over heart? heart overhead it's, it, it's heart
2: overhead all the way for me yeah. it's uh, it's um, Bucks 24 uh, Cowboys 17 and Ooh. I'll even and I'll even say that it will finish with a two minute drive touchdown to Mike Evans with about
0: 15 seconds seconds left on the clock yeah do you know what I've got I promise you, I'm not cheating. I've got 24-17 <laughs> down as well. <laughs> right. um, that well, I think I, I completely agree with you. I think it's whoever has the ball last yeah. will win. My worry is, and I know this is a good worry to have. My worry is that that deep shot to Evans at the end comes with about two minutes left on the clock, yeah. and then you've got. Dask, I'm worried that that that's what it's going to come down to. Um, and I just I think for me we haven't talked about this so much, but for me I think the key will be. Few or no flags. And mm. not just Godwin, uh, but everyone hang on to the damn ball with both arms. Because mm. people have seen the tape now, and you can bet they're going to be punching every player, every ball, trying to get that ball
1: out because they think they've, they're have onto to something. Got Godwin um, obviously realises that's a problem because he was working with Julio Jones, wasn't he, after yeah. his fumble on the sideline? I think there. in
0: both cases, I remember seeing the replays, they were just really good defensive plays. Yeah. But it wasn't that yeah. he wasn't no, they, holding on to the ball. No. He just came in at 90 miles an hour with a fist right on the ball. And there's um, yeah, not a lot you can always do about that. No. Yeah. no. So, so you've heard it from us. Uh, obviously, we are a statistically valid sample. And 100% of us believe that the Buccaneers will be winning on Sunday. Uh, if you agree or if, if you disagree, you're on the wrong YouTube channel. But give us a comment down below why you think we're right, why you think we're wrong, and what you think it's going to be. Um, we can't offer good odds, but we think we'll cover the spread. Um, Simon and Wayne, thank you very much. I hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, um, Alex, cool. you're going to be hosting next week. We're going to be back next week, win or lose, because we're going to need to review it. But we hope we've got a game to preview, um, and we'll, we'll see what happens there. We're into sudden death. Um, but goodbye. Thank you for watching. And as ever from all of us, go Bucks. Go Bucks. Go Bucks. Go Bucks.